0: Welcome into the Hustle Show podcast, December 14th, bowl games, NFL, we're breaking them down, big game breakdown, we got best bets at the end, Joe Ranieri, Chris Thurston, Kelly Stewart, I am Drew Martin, we got Joe stepping in for Adam Trigger, we are presented by Viva Tequila Seltzer, Seltzer.com. coupon code HUSTLE20 at checkout takes 20% off, I know it works, I did it personally, go check it out. Viva Tequila also wager talk.com on the wager talk YouTube channel, going around the horn here, Kelly Stewart at Kelly in Vegas on Twitter, Barstool Sportsbook, WagerTalk.com. Happy Wednesday to you, Kelly.
1: Hey, happy Wednesday. Is it a coincidence that we started on time and trig isn't here? Uh, probably not. But also, Drew. Did you just drink your way out of all of your Viva that you're sponsored by? Is that why you had to use the coupon code? Should I call the owner and be like, hey, we need an emergency shipment to South Florida for Drew Martin Betts?
0: Oh, oh yeah. it's It's gone. There is Last night, one led into two, and uh, they're pretty good, guys. So I, I'm, I'm out of hey, it.
1: Hey, I'm excited. Uncle Ben's coming back down here. But before he does, I think Joe Ranieri's coming down. And mm. I'm sure we're going to drink through the rest of the Viva that's in my fridge, which is only like three cases.
0: Joe Ranieri's coming down. Guys, follow him on Twitter at Joe Ranieri, mm. All over wagertalk.com. Welcome in, buddy.
2: Well, listen, three cases ain't gonna get it done with Uncle Benny. I'll tell you that right now. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna need to gonna need to get reinforcements as soon as possible, <laughs> man. Uh always a pleasure, Drew. Glad I could uh, step in here for uh trig. Oh, is he is he getting married? Did I under Did I hear that right? Or is he on Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. You're right. That's that's next. Yeah, no, that's no. I don't know where the hell he is. Tell you the truth. But I know we started on time, uh, CT, and uh, glad uh, that I could be here for you guys. And uh, looking forward to bowl season, ironically enough, because there's a couple who I really, really like this year. What a
0: great time to be a handicapper. Absolutely. Getting into bowl season. Can't wait to break it down with you. And at CT Bet 16, Chris Thurston, last, certainly not least. How are
3: you, buddy? Hey, Drew. Everything's uh, great here. Uh, glad to be here. Bowl season is, is finally here and a few more weeks of NFL regular season. And, uh, man, we're off to the playoffs very soon. Coming to the end of the year here. Great to be here. Triggs rocking around the Christmas tree or something with, uh, with his fiance. But we're here holding it down. Mm-hmm.
0: That we are, we got big game breakdown, guys. Uh, going around the ho- Joe, hey, stepping in, stepping up. Do you have a big game for us? Where are you looking to go? Dolphins, Bills, Miami doesn't usually go up there very, very well over the last no. what, two decades.
2: No, in December. They- they don't, Drew. And you know that as well as I do. It's an absolute, um, you know, nightmare, especially this weekend. You got a nor'easter coming up there uh, in the uh, Orchard Park area in temperature game time. I think with the wind chill 18, 19 degrees, it's going uh, to be an absolute uh, nightmare. And we've got, what, 60 some odd starts with Tua between the NFL and college. Never once did he start a game when the temperature was under 37 degrees, I think it is. So he's in for a treat. Uh, the number is kicked up to seven and a half now. So the hook has become available. And I still think Buffalo is a great teaser option, teasing them down. If you can get it to one, one and a half, I still think Buffalo is going to win this game. But I, you know, the more I look at it, the more I worry about these divisional teams, these You know, I was there watching the Jet game last week and there's just still there were moments in that game where I'm like, all right, Buffalo's going to run away with this. They scored on four consecutive possessions and still couldn't put Mike White and the Jets, who don't have nearly the same weapons as Miami does. uh, They just couldn't put them away. I mean, it ended up an eight point win covered. But you got to believe Miami knows they lose this game, Drew. And you know this here down in South Florida. This all of a sudden goes from, hey, we're going to battle for the AFC's crown to your ass is out of the playoffs. Uh, It's going to be that quick. So it's a much, much bigger game here, I think, for uh, Miami uh, to have to at least show up and show out here. Weather aside, I like to tease our opportunity with Buffalo, uh, but that hook became available. And. In a divisional matchup, one-score game, I, I'm willing to roll uh, a little dice there and hopefully get greedy.
0: Great breakdown, Joe. Hey, I love the stat you brought up about, like, temperatures and starting mm-hmm. the game. I think that stuff matters, and I'm not totally I, I, on board with the market is fully in tune to that. And think about it, even before that, um, of course, being in Alabama, playing an SEC schedule, not having to travel up north, and, and now playing with the Dolphins, but even before that, Joe, you know, he played his high school football in Hawaii. So it, he's probably, he really hasn't taken a snap like that. I think that's something to fade. Great breakdown. Hey, Kelly, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, and what, You got a big brain breakdown?
1: You know, I've got a lot of different breakdowns today. This has uh, <laughs> been the day from Hal, you guys. I wish I would have thought and had the wherewithal to have grabbed myself a Viva before we started. And now I'm currently kicking myself. I'm also looking at some college basketball. I actually just tweeted out both games. So this isn't a huge game breakdown, uh, but we'll talk a little bit about the UCLA Bruins uh, versus Maryland tonight. Now, Maryland just dropped two straight. And I think they kind of took a beating in those two losses to Wisconsin and Tennessee. And I don't mean a physical beating. I mean an emotional one. Both uh, emotional losses. That loss to Tennessee on a neutral court. Now, yeah, they've got a solid defense. We know that they don't turn the ball over a ton, but they also don't make three-point shots. And you know who does make three-point shots? The UCLA Bruins. And if they get hot from three-point land, UCLA could run away with this one. I do think it is going to be a much closer game. But you want to give me two points here with, I believe, the better team, the better defense. Sure, Terps started off nice and hot, but I think over the last two games, it's been a rough one. And UCLA off, just a, an easy coasting of a beat down of mm. uh, Denver. So if you're just looking at schedule and, and the gauntlet that Maryland just went through, I think this is kind of a, a flat spot. Sure, they're going to get up big because it's UCLA. Sure, they're at home. I'm just not sure they can capitalize here, Drew.
0: Do, do you worry mm. about the travel spot across country? Uh, like, that's not normal, I guess, in college. You know, that's
1: you were not- just asking me about weather. And I think... Certain situations like Miami going to Buffalo, of course, comes into play. Of course, you look at wind and how it affects field goal kicking and or not being able to pass the ball. But it's 2022, Drew, and as somebody who hates to fly, it's not that long. It's like a five-hour flight for these guys. They're on a team plane. They're not flying coach on freaking Southwest or Frontier. They're not women's basketball. They actually get to – have their own jet it's the ucla la basketball program i don't think that this really affects 20 year old kids as much as it affects old people like me and joe when we got to fly you know to buffalo and cold places where your bones hurt because you mm-hmm. just spent oh wait i was in club level but joe was outside and he was really cold. okay <laughs> uh, all jokes aside no I, I wish that i could use that uh drew is like some sort of handicapping tool but even anymore (laughs) even with nfl teams we've seen that once the data started to regress all of a sudden west coast teams actually did better because Mm -hmm. the bookmakers failed to keep up we started seeing those west Mm -hmm. coast teams early east coast games start to go there and win outright and all of a sudden that narrative went away we talked about this today on bet on it how we're also seeing numbers key numbers starting to change so Mm. i think the biggest thing in any kind of handicap whether it's college basketball nhl baseball whatever is to try to stay up with the trend you don't want to be behind it and i think that old adage of the oh you know yeah, this travel schedule nah i'm not buying it
0: Mm. okay no, great, great breakdown. Hey, that's what makes a market there. CT bet. Speaking of traveling across the country,
1: oh yeah, I guess who gets state. to go to Vegas? Ooh, he's so happy. He loves Vegas. Uh,
3: I, yeah, I, I'm. I'm excited about it until I until I kind of I'm ready to come home after like two days. So yeah, okay. I, I'm going out there on Friday, Drew, and I'm gonna go to the Patriots Raiders game on Sunday. I'm having a nice dinner on Friday with. Uh, Kenny White, Mitch Moss, Bobby Farley is going to be out there. He's having dinner with us as well. Oh, um, what a
1: crew. Awesome.
3: all the berries on Friday night. Should be a lot of fun. Um, but going to the games, I agree with Kelly on UCLA. I gave that out earlier this morning as well. Also, it marks uh, fourth straight ranked opponent that Maryland will be playing tonight. And um, it's all right early in the season. You can tell this team's getting worn down. They've had a pretty tough schedule. And the last two losses, like you just said, Kel, um, to Wisconsin and Tennessee. That game, the Tennessee game, wasn't even close uh, for three quarters of the game. Uh, they did a good job fighting the much better team here. Uh, Andrews and Singleton, two great guards. Singleton coming off the bench. I'll take uh, Cronin's bunch. So just wanted to point that out. I agree with you there. Um, but my for my game big big game breakdown, I'm gonna go to uh, Thursday night football, and this is a game that Joe Ranieri and I talked about last night on my Sports Map radio show, and I I'm with Joe. Um, it's an ugly one, so that means it's got my name written all over it. Um, Brock Purdy, <laughs> aka Mr. Irrelevant, being the last player drafted in last year's draft, he's uh, he's been just what Kyle Shanahan's needed to get a couple wins against uh, the Dolphins and the Bucks last, last week. I'm not, I can't knock him. Uh, but when you have the Niners defense and all the weapons the Niners have on, on offense, makes Brock Purdy's job uh, a lot easier. So they're rolling right now. Seattle has not been rolling. They've lost three of their last four and most recently last Sunday uh, at home to the Panthers. This is your your classic sell high on the Niners, buy low on the Hawks for me. Uh, Niners are are overdue for, for a dud of a game. And if they do win, I'm going to take the, my chances. It's not going to be by four or more. Uh, right before we started uh, this show, it came out Brock Purdy uh, is um, might be is questionable for for Thursday night. I nice. guess he's uh, he's a little banged up his ribs. I don't know if you saw that first game that first play of the game uh, versus the Bucks on Sunday, but he got absolutely rocked. Uh, there was a penalty called on the Bucks, but uh, he got he took some hits on Sunday, and he's a pretty fragile kid. Seattle needs this uh, this game big time. And I'm banking on the 12th man to be loud and proud Thursday night in primetime. Looks like Seahawks are going to get back uh, running back Kenneth Walker uh, mm-hmm. the rookie out at Michigan State. And the Niners have failed to cover the last three in Thursday night football games. And I expect that to go to four straight. I played on the He's plus three and a half.
0: Like the breakdown there, CT Betts. Uh, yeah,
1: I that travels. It's gone. I just yeah. was looking everywhere on the wager talk on screen. Good, good stuff there, CT. Get the three in the hook. Uh, kick it back to you really quick. What are your thoughts on the under?
3: I, you know what? Cal, I I looked at that, and you know, you, you've been sharp with those divisional. Oh, uh, I have not. Under. I've just been
1: blindly I, playing them. Don't don't tell me I've been sharp. <laughs> I have not all I did them on Monday to get the best of the number.
3: Yeah, I mean, you've been sharp of pointing those out, and they, they've kind of been money this year so if, if i was going to play uh, a total in that game it would it would be the under but i th- I think i've kind of missed that you probably got a a lot better of a number now was it oh, just 40- 43
1: and a half 43 yeah. and a half pretty okay. it's pretty much 43 everywhere it looks like on the wager talk odd screen yeah. i just was curious if that if that fit your breakdown i do have some concerns uh with uh you know seattle's defense scares me i'll leave it at that
3: agreed agreed uh Mm -hmm. debo is 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 out as well so that's going to be one uh, other key weapon um that that they're that kyle shanahan's team is going to be missing don't get me wrong they have they have plenty of uh of weapons and mccaffrey has been a a very nice safety blanket for shanahan and Purdy as well the last couple of games so
2: Mm -hmm.
0: kelly what what is the sharp angle you're looking at the divisional unders
1: So, Ralph, I think it was week three or week four during bet on it. And Ralph Michaels does the trends and angles segment with Joe and I. And he said, hey, Cal, look, this is something that's been really, really profitable long term since they moved the PAT back um, in 2015, divisional unders. Mm. And for whatever reason, I was like, I kind of took it down. I started looking at it and I bet it for about seven weeks since then, maybe eight. And uh, last week was one of the only losing weeks. So last week it did go three and four. Maybe it's due for some regression, but we're still hitting it over 60% on the season um, as far as divisional unders are five this weekend.
0: Mm. And, and right. Kelly, you, you, you talked about getting it early in the week. Have you noticed in the NFL totals getting steamed to the under? Like on Mondays, it's it's almost yes. like every week.
1: It is every week. That's why I said mm. I've been betting these early. That's why I try to t- tweet them out significantly early so that anybody that does follow me it gets reminded of it as well, because you're right. There's been a couple of times where you would have either pushed or lost. Uh, last week, none of the totals came into play, but we're seeing at least a half point better on almost every single one that I, I'm sorry, I got almost a half point better on every single one. Uh, and it's what Wednesday night. So mm. come Sunday, I mean, just unders in the NFL alone this year drew, I think are mm. almost at 58 and a half percent. Ralph's, Ralph Stun, we call him Stat Son on the show instead of Stat Daddy. Mm. Uh, Jeff at uh, JM Sports CLE. He's been tweeting out a lot as well, so I would definitely keep and follow him and keep track of uh, how
2: these are doing. One, 115 and 92 to the under so far overall this year. But the wow. what, what's really interesting, Drew, is the outdoor unders of divisional games, 29 and 14, 67%. So it's been holding steady here through 14 weeks. Uh, these divisional matchups, especially late in the year, we've already seen the 49ers in Seattle. Did we not? Didn't come close to going over. I think it was 27 to seven back uh, early on in the season. There, I think week two. So I, I don't know. Are we going to see that? Are we going to see that much more scoring um, in this one? Probably not. This late in the season.
1: CT, one last thing I wanted to add to your big game breakdown. San Francisco, out of the last 14 times they've been in Seattle, won just twice.
2: Mm. Wow. So I yeah. might, even at the Not three, good.
1: even if I get the push, I think I am going to join you. I hate betting the side and the total, but now I'm a little frustrated. I didn't get the three and a half with Seattle.
3: Yeah, they've all like kind of disappeared in the last like 15, 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. 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 It's got to be the the Purdy news. You got to also think that, that Pete Carroll is going to have a good game plan plan for, for them on Thursday night. And not to mention, let, I I forgot to even say this. How about this, Joe? Uh, Brock Purdy probably still, if he does go, probably still pinching himself that he just beat Tom
2: Brady. And yes. all of a sudden he's the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, come on. And, and if he's hurt, CT, Shanahan's not putting him in a position to lose the game. He's not right. dropping them back to throw the ball 30 times. So Correct. we already know how bad that Seattle defense is against the run. That's what you're going to get. You're going to get, you know, Christian McCaffrey is going to touch the ball 40 times in the game. And whatever happens from that point happens. Um, I don't think they're going to allow him. And plus they have a two-game lead, CT. Right. How, how far is Shanahan pushing this envelope, honestly, to win this game here on a short week? Ugh. Don't think much,
3: especially after he had, after he just had Debo uh, get hurt. He can't afford to have any of his other uh, big time weapons go down either. So I'm with you, Joe. They might be sleepwalking a little bit on Thursday night, the Niners. Thursday
0: night, short week, tough Mm -hmm. travel spot. As uh, CT pointed out there, San Francisco in Seattle, the Thursday night Amazon game. So uh, NFL talking a lot of it here. Come join us. uh, Lead your talk. YouTube channel. Shout out to everybody chiming in, in the chat box. I'm going to bring it down to college football and then go back to the NFL for my best bet. A game we actually talked about here um, on the uh, uh, on the Wager Talk YouTube channel a little earlier in best damn college football show out there. Ralph Michaels brought up another good stat here. That's Billy Napier, 16-3-1 his last 19 as an underdog, and that's the Florida Gators. Probably the only person I've heard say look towards the Gators. Uh, I took them 10 and a half here against Oregon State. Um, covered four of the last five against the spread. And look, I know a lot of guys leaving, but if if you were ever going to be on your third string quarterback, first off, I think he's the third string quarterback. Talking about uh, the Gators quarterback, Jack Miller, transfer from Ohio State. He got injured in the preseason. Now he's back healthy, and he gets the bowl practices to kind of prepare, be comfortable in this offense. So I actually think that they'll be all right offensively. Plus ten and a half. And another stat here, guys. Gonna want to sprinkle some on the money line in bowl games because double digit underdogs win outright at a higher clip in bowl season than they mm. do in the regular season. So uh, make sure to sprinkle a little bit there. Plus three twenty on the money line with the Gators in the Las Vegas uh, bowl game there against uh, against Oregon State, who is a really good team. Tough to go against them. Look, it's not one of the biggest bets, but uh, it is the Gators plus uh, 10 and a half for me. So that's big game breakdown there, guys. We got best bets coming up again, brought to you by Viva tequila, seltzer, Seltzer.com. hustle 20 coupon code takes 20% off WagerTalk.com. A lot of good free plays up and ab- available in the best free live odds in the industry. Anybody want to throw out anything here before we get uh, uh best bets in? There was a
3: couple that they asked us to, to yeah. hit um, Ed, our good friend, Ed, he wanted us to hit the the Troy game. I don't really have an opinion there, but I know Kelly, um, mm. uh, I think, has a side there. That one, and then um, they asked the uh, the Jags Dallas game. I don't have an opinion there. I, I want to shoot the Jaguars after last weekend. Um, so I don't know if you guys do.
1: You cannot shoot the Jaguars. I'm pretty sure they're an endangered animal. Okay. Mm. Also. I'll let, I want uh, Joe to talk about it because we talked about it on bet on it. I agree with his side. And then I'm trying to find my note, notes that I had on the Troy game. So we'll circle back to that one in a second.
2: I, I think that Troy game is going to be one of the more entertaining games that we get all bowl season. You're going to have a, a ridiculously quick hitting offense uh, going up against one of the best defenses who's going to win offense or defense, right? Who wins bowl games, Drew? That's going to be the big question. Do you believe in Troy's defense or, uh, or do you think the offense uh, is going to get the better of them? So I think that's going to be an entertaining game. As far as Jacksonville goes, I think they're a live dog here. Um, This is the part of the season where the Cowboys are so ridiculously overvalued. Everybody loves the Cowboys. They're going to, they're going to roll right through. They're going to catch Philadelphia. Yeah, We hear it every year, but quietly, Dak Prescott has not been great. He's not going to be home in Jerry World. He's going to be in Jacksonville. And I keep saying it, Drew. I keep waiting for that back-to-back great efforts by Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, and Jacksonville, right? We've seen the flashes. We know he can do it. We know this team is capable of dropping 35 points on anybody, right? But then they follow it up, and they get blown out. And it's not even close. Like, they don't cover if they lose. The only way they cover is if they win. If they lose, they get blown out by a million points, and there ain't. And it's not even close. I do think that they're going to be able to back up last week's effort uh, with a similar effort here. I happen to think the game's going to be an absolute shootout. I think uh, points are coming from both Dallas and Jacksonville in this one. I think it's going to be fun. I have the over, but I think they're live here. Uh, and if you like jacksonville um you've gotta you know you've gotta take them on the money line as well because once again if they get blown out it ain't gonna be they're not going to it ain't gonna be a four point game it's gonna be much closer to you know a 14 point game but i'm thinking they turned a corner here last week drew and uh i think that jacksonville performance you're gonna see something similar against dallas and dallas can put up points with anybody yeah, it's a, it's a
0: fascinating matchup, Joe. I mean, I, I think it's a difficult handicap. Um, You kind of brought up, you know, the Dallas Cowboys being a little bit overpriced. And I agree with you, Joe. Um, We saw it just last week, what they were yeah. the biggest favorites on the board, near 20-point mm-hmm. favorites, I think. And a lot. Like minus- nope. Yeah. And, and they were nowhere close to covering. They should have actually lost outright, maybe. Now going on the road to Jacksonville. But also your point. Joe, in the comment right here from Chris, I couldn't win a Jags game if I had both sides. Yeah, That's like me this year. When I bet on them, they yeah. lose. Yeah. And,
2: when, and when, I, when I fade them, Same. they yep. win, man. This game yeah. opened up six, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's, been, it's yeah. been nothing but Jags money coming in early on so far.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, Joe. Uh, <laughs> I did bet four and a half. I got it. Uh, yep. This morning, I think it was still four and a half. I bet it last night. That shows you how exhausted I am. I gotta stop gallivanting around the fucking country. That's what I gotta do. I just need to stay home one weekend for one time in my life. Uh, okay, back to the Troy game. I didn't end up betting it with my real American dollars, and you're gonna hear me say this a lot during bowl season, and that's because there's a lot of fuckery going on in this bowl season. We've got coaches that are going to not be coaching the bowl game. We've got coaches that are already scouting for their opponents, (laughs) Satterfield. And, (laughs) you know, we've got players opting out, players transferring. But one of the ones that's not as that, like, screwed up is this Troy UTSA game. Um, And I I do lean towards Troy. And the reason why I have an opinion on every single bowl game is because I'm forced to have one because I made the mistake of joining my buddy's bowl pool about five years ago. And now I just keep getting invites back. And it's only 100 bucks, and you can win, like, four or five grand. So why wouldn't you? Uh, anyway, so I did pick Troy here. Uh, they've been better on the road than they were at home. Covered all six on the road this year. My mm. only concern is UTSA is super scrappy. And finding out that they are an underdog, if you will, uh, catching one, one and a half, depending on where you like to shop. I think that could put up a fight. This looks like an absolute utter shootout. The easiest, probably, thing to play would be the over, but I mm. do like the Trojans here.
0: Both teams won 10 straight games, right, Kelly? I mean, it, it's yep. a heck of a bowl game.
1: Yeah, 10. Well, this is the kind of thing about Troy that I'm like, ooh, because everybody knows when those eight teams get really hot ATS, everybody knows that now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're both 10 and 0, but the Rotors are just 5 and 5 against the spread, where Troy. Rattled off a bunch in a row, especially on the road where they covered. So they've actually covered eight out of that 10. Um, and, I mean, UTLC outside of losing to Texas, they look great. I think mm. it's going to be a really great game. Uh, I think it could come down to a coin flip, but I did pick the Trojans in my bowl pool.
2: Mm. Like it could yeah. break down Harris, like I think, is like a 30 year old quarterback for UTSA. So he's got Probably. plenty of experience. He's like a he's nine year forever. senior. Like, dude, like, <laughs> he's been here forever, CT. Like, how long has he been there? It's like ridiculous. He's it's been like, playing quarterback crazy. forever. I know. I, when I saw, I'm like, he's still there? Oh my <laughs> God. Exactly. So it helps. We're
1: so mean. You guys, we should work on being nicer. I'm, I'll start with me. I'll be nicer. No making fun of people's age anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah he's like 24 or 25 who knows like maybe, uh, milk, maybe it. Younger. milk it go yeah he's pretty good he's a good yeah. athlete you know lefty running around um yep. do you want to say to your point kelly before we get to uh best bets it, i think this bowl season is as difficult as it's ever been just people moving around and and not only that like i've waited a while to bet usually i'm on a couple games by now and, and really i'm only like on on one or two and Actually, with Washington State, their offensive coordinator just yesterday yep. took the North North Texas head job. So if you're kind of preparing for these bowl season for bowl games like you know a week out, you really got to kind of go update. You ready?
1: Your analysis. You ready for this? You want to know the biggest loser yeah. I've ever bet in my life oh, no. in during bowl season? Purdue plus six and a half. Not even twenty four hours later, Jeff Brom leaves.
3: Um, yeah.
1: Like really. <laughs> Jeff fucked me two weeks in a row. First of all, kicking field goals against Michigan. And then, like less than two, like less than a week and a half later, he does this. I'm like, Mm -hmm. cool. You know what? I was always really nice to you in the underdog role. Never again. Hope you get smoked. Anyway, uh, K-State plus five, Tulane plus two and a half, KU plus four. Those are a couple uh, CLV trophies I did bet. But you're right. After the Jeff Brom thing, I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like I've got a couple of good numbers on a couple of these, but... You're right. It, it, offensive coordinator leaves. How do you quantify that? You got to look and see who the offensive line coach is that's going to step in his spot or the quarterback coach, or they're not going to bring somebody in who's going to call the plays if there, it's, you've been used to one guy calling the plays all year. that That's the biggest problem.
0: Yeah. And it's a very difficult handicap because you can also make the argument, you know, the quarterback came with him from an incarnate word to Washington state. So does the offense kind of run itself or no, you know, I, I don't know that there's a, you know, it's very hard to kind of predict is what I'm getting at um, this bowl season, more so than, than bowl season.
1: You tweeted something. You were like, (laughs) Something about bowl season—I forget what it was. It was pretty funny though. I laughed
3: because yeah, I, felt the same I way. think I treated something like, "Listen, be be careful this bowl season. If you're not getting good information and betting it right away, stay the freak away." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
2: it's insane out there. You even uh, have guys right now. That, I mean, Grayson McCall's like, "All right, I'm out of here. I love you, Coastal Carolina. Oh, by the way, I'm still playing in the bowl game." What? (laughs) So now you're still playing? Wait a minute. I thought once you hit the transfer portal, you couldn't play, but no. Yeah, how does that work? Yeah, exactly. So he's going to play. I agree. And then how about yesterday,
3: uh, Reed, the quarterback for Western Kentucky, he said he was leaving like a week ago. That line's at eight. Then all of a sudden yesterday he comes out, he's like, Yeah, I decided to stay. That went to three and a half. um, (laughs) He got got an NIL check
1: and said, never mind, I'm not leaving. Or nobody hit him up in the transfer portal. He's like, psych.
3: Just kidding.
2: Just kidding. (laughs) It's (laughs) freaking wild.
3: I I still, I gave this out. Kel, you were off last week. And, you know, we bet it together. I bet a million. But K-State is my best uh, bowl game bet. I I bet plus six, plus five and a half, plus five, plus four and a half, plus four. And I still wow. like plus three. I think they're going to win the game. I think Bama's up to 13 guys, Joe, now in the yep. transfer portal. Uh, yes. Anderson Jr. and Bryce Young are no. They play. And <laughs> Saban doesn't even want to go to this game. Uh, let's let's be honest here. This is going to be climbing Super Bowl of all Super Bowls, and they are going to win this game outright. You don't even need the points. I
1: know. Everybody's like, why aren't you going? And I'm like, because either it's going to be like last year versus LSU where K-State has an asterisk by its name that says, well, this is the only reason why they beat this SEC team. Also, it's in New Orleans. But besides that, if they lose to Alabama, who had none of these players playing, then I'm just going to be pissed off. So I'd <laughs> yep. much rather just go to a tropical island and go see Megan in Orlando and uh, somehow cash my plus six and a half ticket live without Jeff Brom. Mm-hmm.
2: Much better trip. I like it. Nope. Yep. Hey, what?
0: before we get to best bets – uh we got Mike Leach, the passing of Mike Leach. Mm. I, I, this is just kind of how bad is that? I mean, he, he really was my, my, my favorite head coach out there. I, I love listening to him. I don't know if anybody has anything to say, like maybe favorite moment or something just off the top. Like that wedding skit that he did, hilarious. I thought that that was absolutely hilarious.
1: So I'm going to go because I know nobody else has mine. And there's a few of them that I've retweeted or shared or sent to people or sent in our group. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite Mike Leach, I'll never forget. I was working at Bleach Report, and I was sitting in the green room at the Caesar Sportsbook, and I was listening to talk radio. Don't ask me why. I never listened to it, but it was on. Mm-hmm. And Mike Leach pops on SiriusXM to talk to whoever, and they're asking him questions. This is before. When did he go to Mississippi State? Either way, I think it was in between like it was just a lull. And they're Washington asking. Him, State. Well, Washington, Washington State. Well, he's not Washington. I don't I think he already left Washington mm-hmm. State to go, but it was like maybe during like the summer or something. Bottom line, they're asking him about football. And he's like, Don't you guys think it would be so cool to live in a tree house? Like your wife wouldn't want to live with you there, but like to live in a tree and for the next five minutes, each these these poor radio guys are like trying to ask him serious questions. And that is the beauty of Mike Leach is that He's not gonna answer you seriously. He's gonna come up with some crazy euphemism. He's gonna come up with something hilarious that everybody's like, wait, what the fuck? And that's what made him so great. So yes, I did shed a few tears. I was really sad about it because he is just he was just a gift. Like he was mm-hmm. just a gift to the world. His personality was absolutely hilarious.
3: My my favorite was, I think it was this, I think it was this year after a bad loss. He was like, this is a joke. My players just, just want to uh, get the game done with and go home and hang out with their fat girlfriends.
1: Yeah,
2: exactly correct.
1: I did yep. not hear that. It yes. oh, was, that was yep. unbelievable.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh my way. God. I would have died.
1: Sorry. The one way. more. I got to uh, interject one more. Uh, <laughs> he wouldn't let them sit. They were losing. He folded up all the folding chairs <laughs> so they couldn't sit down. Oh, yeah. on <laughs> no you seats get, for you.
2: Yeah. There was something absolutely beautiful, uh, Drew, about a guy that when everybody was running left, he was the guy going, why in the hell are you all running left? Like, what's right? What's going, why can't we go right? He questioned everything. Like, he settled for nothing. This was a guy that didn't take, you know, he was always asking why and, well, can we do this better? Can we do, like, the way he thought was always, we can always figure out a better way to do this. Like, I don't get why everyone, thinks this we should be why are we not looking at that um his entire career his entire life was like that always trying to push the envelope to figure out and go against the norm so even though you want me to say this guess what I'm gonna say that and he coached like that too his entire offensive philosophy people looked at him was like the hell are you high like what is what is Mm -hmm. wrong with you and he's like yeah okay how you like me now pretty good record uh over a 21 year career Exactly. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. And, and, and it was always interesting because at times he would have good defenses, too. And obviously, uh, yeah. being an offensive guy, he would spend a lot of time on the defensive side. And it's really cool to hear people that work for him or even played for him, like Cliff Kingsbury. And and, so, and they have really good careers now in um, yeah. and, and his longevity. Remember, like what he was the offensive coordinator, I believe, for like Tim Couch at Kentucky. That's like when he really started taking off. I believe so. I think that that's how it happened. And just think how long ago that was. Yeah. And then, you know, the yep. run – I believe Texas Tech, didn't they get up to number one when they had Michael Crabtree? I believe so. Three yeah, they did. Oh, that's yeah. Great. I mean, well, I, I, hate,
1: I hated him at Texas Tech for obvious reasons. I mean, when he left – for or he left, I should say, when he got fired to go and went to Washington State, I was like, see ya! Because it was not fun to play against that air raid offense yeah. that – Really was ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Like you In had time. to rev a really, really solid defense. And I remember going to Lubbock and being like, "I hate this. This is terrible. We yep. suck."
3: Yep. How, yeah. How about how about I, I read something yesterday on Twitter while trying not screw it up. Screw it up. But I think after Texas Tech fired him, mm-hmm. they had like nine or ten straight. Losing seasons after they got rid of uh, Mike and until last year was the first time they actually had a winning record. So go for the red Raiders, get rid of him and you know, can't get out of their own way. Sounds
1: like just like KU and uh, he and Mangino are fired for the same reasons. Being Mm -hmm. too tough on kids is not allowed. Right. Can't be mean to those guys. Nope. We don't want them to grow up to be big, strong men. Not anymore.
0: (laughs) No. No. And Keith with the comment, his ranking of PAC 12 mascots, Oh, that was hilarious. Like the U, that Priceless. would be a tough one. Yeah. Priceless. I haven't seen
1: that one. Oh, okay, now I'm going to have to Google that. His yes. Bill Schneider one I retweeted this morning wasn't like hilarious by any means. It was just funny that he said the word Nike Cortez 30 times in a three-minute clip. Like he just kept saying it over and over mm-hmm. again. And we're like, Mike, we get it. He wears old shoes that nobody can find anymore. But it, it became like that. Okay, this isn't fun anymore. To this is fucking hilarious. Like there, yep. there's like that that over arc where you're like, okay, the joke is dead, and now it just keeps going.
2: Unpredictable, amazing. Uh, what pirate. made him beautiful? Yep. Yeah, he was great.
0: Uh, quick question here, Joe. Uh, why is Joe a Jets fan and an Oklahoma State fan? I don't know if you have any interest in.
2: Well, uh, screw Oklahoma State, Uh, mostly because I'm an alum there. But hey, listen, that happens. And unfortunately, when I was really, really young, I got taken to Shea Stadium and to go see the Jets. And that's where my influence came from. If I had gone to a Giants game, I probably would have been better off. But unfortunately, um, I grew up rooting for the Jets because, you know, mostly as I got older, I enjoy pain. Uh, and I like being miserable. And I'm telling you, I got to go to a game in week 14, Drew, where the game actually meant something to the Jets. And we I mean, usually I'm trying to count like, all right, draft picks. Let me see. So if we lose this one, we lose that one. We could be top three. And here we are in week 14 and a game actually had meaning. Shocking. So not used to it. They'll probably lose out, though. And then I'll go back to draft picks, though. But thanks for bringing it up. yeah thanks for your questions
0: in the chat box guys Uh, perfect feel free to reply below where you agree with us where you disagree all is welcome what you're looking to bet tonight uh this is the hustle show podcast each and every wednesday 6 p.m eastern time right here on the wager talk youtube channel wherever you're downloading the podcast that hustle show podcast kelly stewart chris thurston joe ranieri i am drew martin Joe stepping in for Adam Trigger. Guys, we got best bets coming up. Final thoughts for the show. I'll lead us off here. Carolina Panthers. It's ugly, but you know what they have is a good defensive line. They've covered, what, four straight, uh, six of the last seven. They're riding under the radar. They're only a game out of first place. They're actually still in the playoff hunt. And uh, they've won three straight home games, allowing only 9.3 points per game during that streak. Defense at the forefront, and I think Carolina wins it. Give me the Panthers minus three. Very ugly bet, but I think it cashes here in the NFL. We got Chris Thurston at ctbet 16 Sports Map Radio on Tuesday nights, right here on the Hustle Show podcast as well. CT, any final thoughts? Best bet?
3: Yeah, final thoughts. If you're out in Vegas this weekend, um, I will. Uh, I'll be around. If you're looking to grab a drink, watch a game, I'll be between the, the Westgate and Circa all weekend long, so I'll be tweeting out where I am. Come uh, come meet, and uh, let's bang a game together. Um, for my best bet, I'm going to go to Monday Night Football, Drew. Uh, when new trigger man, Baker Mayfield, for the Rams, he has to travel to Lambeau. Take on the future Hall of Famer here, Aaron Rodgers. Last Thursday, the Rams, they were losing 16-3. to About six minutes left in the game. Baker makes a comeback. Rallies uh, the defending champs on a 98-yard uh, game-ending Touchdown drive to send Trig and I home packing from Cir- Circa Survivor. Really, really fun times there. Uh, now they come into Lambo to play a pretty uh, rested Green Bay team who's off uh, coming off their bye week. This line six minus minus six and a half, minus seven for a reason. Rams, they are not the Rams of last year, let's face it, and their injuries have just piled up too high. This is going to be your classic cold, freezing game in Green Bay that the Packers tend to thrive in. They're going to pound the ball down the Rams' throats, have a nice air attack game plan. Rodgers, 10-4, 1-1 against the spread when coming off a bye week in his career, including 6-0 straight up and 5-0, 5-0-1 against the spread at home. Thanks to our good friend Mark Lawrence. With that stat, I'm laying minus 6.5 with the Green Bay Packers, Monday night football to get the job done. I like them to win by double digits here and uh, pretty fashionable week. be blowout game here on monday night drew mm.
0: joe raneri follow him on twitter at joe raneri wager talk youtube channel joe final thoughts for the show uh do you got a best bet
2: appreciate uh you guys having me here uh once again hope uh trig doesn't come back married all of a sudden um and i'm with you ct green bay um definitely part of uh teaser opportunities i think this uh this week at home is Aaron Rodgers and at Hiawaska Uh, get them while you can (laughs) I'm gonna go bowl game here Drew and my favorite uh, bowl game uh, of the season was what uh, I think Kelly and I bet it uh, two weeks ago at the same time Kansas uh, people you have uh, two teams that finish six and six which one do you think is excited about playing in this bowl game It ain't going to be Arkansas. I can tell you that right now. No way is it going to be Arkansas. So interesting fact here. People might look and say, hey, well, you know, Kansas ended the season on a three-game losing streak. Well, it's not the first time that has happened. In fact, um, uh, we have seen now 30 and 21 ATS and bowl games for teams riding a three-game losing streak into bowl season. They're going to be fired up for playing in this game. Arkansas – Is not. They've got a lot of guys that opted out. They got a bunch of their top-notch players uh, have already declared for the draft. They don't have any skill position guys. And oh yeah, by the way, not for nothing, the biggest problem with Arkansas all year long was their defense was hot trash. Their defense is still hot trash. But do you know what? Of defenses, this is going to be the single worst defense Kansas faced all year. West Virginia, Houston, Duke, Oklahoma State all have better rated defenses than Arkansas. I don't see how this game is going to be close. And listen, if something happens to Daniel and Bean comes in, not a bad backup quarterback with Kansas as well. I think they light up Arkansas here. The fact that you can, I think, still get them at three, Cal. I mean, we were at the four mark. I think you can still get them at plus three here. I think Kansas, this is their national championship. What a year it has been. And I think they cap it off with a win over an SEC team.
1: Yeah, I would agree. One team wants to be there and is really excited to be there. Hmm. We were just talking about, you know, how bad KU's been since they fired Mangino. I mean, this is it. The last, yeah. never it. been a bowl game in over a decade. So this is it for them. I agree with you, Joe. Uh, it pained me to hit send. Just yeah. kidding. I care about money more than I care about fandom. Uh, but all jokes aside, I- I'm with you on that one. And uh, that's funny that these are really only a few bowl games that we've touched on. And it seems like we're all in agreement. We must all have be sharing a brain here.
0: no no way you all three you guys like the Gators I haven't heard anybody
2: like the Gators I
1: like the Gators I like the Gators they're sitting right they're right they're right there yeah okay
2: I gave him out Drew first half I took the six and a half because I think Miller is going to be a huge unknown and you're giving him a month to prep for this game I don't think they're going to have a clue as to what he brings to the table they may get back into it second half but i think uh anything near a touchdown in the first half for florida is the way to go
1: also the beavers have been so good drew i've been on them they've been in my parlay at least three times if not four Mm -hmm. in the last two years i'd have to double check that but they've been so good to me as underdogs now we're asking me double digit favorites Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's pretty excessive here uh maybe maybe florida does lie down But I think that there's a big time overreaction at this point, maybe maybe at six and a half, seven, seven and a half. Now that it's at 10, 10 and a half. Give me a break. Mm.
3: I was uh, I was talking to our good friend Brad Powers uh, today and he is uh, he's on the Gators as well. So um, some sharp minds that I've that I've talked to uh, on the Gators this weekend here. Drew, I forgot to give out. He's going to get all mad at me if I forget to oh. give out. Best bet. He's texting me. Did you I give was going to give it
1: out before yeah. my best bet. I all wanted right. him to think go. that he was – no, no, no. I wanted him to think like he was dead last week. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Trig texts us from the Christmas party. So now you can give it out. But I was going to just fuck with him a little bit because he deserves
3: it. Trig has a best bet and it is in college hoops tonight. And it's Long Island plus nine. Uh, <laughs> and he says, Albany's a mess. Their best player was hurt in their second game, and a former player has an open lawsuit against their coach. Albany can't be laying minus nine against anybody. Let's go Long Island plus nine. That's Trigg's best bet for the for the show.
2: There you have it.
1: Can't, can't name a single player on Long Island, but sure why not? <laughs>
0: Kelly, did you have any final thoughts? Best Yeah, I always
1: like to mix it up from, like, bet on it and other shows that I do and give out different various bets that I bet. I already gave you guys UCLA. I do like DePaul DePaul tonight, plus three and a half, if you guys Mm. haven't already seen that one. They have been really scrappy. But I am going to go ahead and give you guys my best NFL bet because by the time bet on it's out, the line's going to be gone, similar to Marco's best bet, which is the Panthers. He gave out two and a half, like, six hours ago, and now it's already at three. And my best bet was three, and now it's at three minus 120. So I like the Tennessee Titans here. Listen, bottom line, this is an ultimate buy low spot. This is is not a Tennessee Titans team that anybody wants to back, and I don't blame them, uh, especially after last week. It was just atrocious. But if they have a chance to win a game, it's this one, and that's because I'm playing against the Chargers. Yeah, 28th-ranked defense. They give 147 rushing yards a game. I know that he's kind of had this roller coaster of a year, but King Henry, we just need them to run the ball here. Don't turn the ball over and just run down their throats. Vrabel uh, and his squad is, are a lot better on the road. They've covered five out of their six road games in the last uh, two years. Justin Herbert, if he wasn't on my fantasy team, I wouldn't say anything nice about him right now. Uh, he should be able to play well against the Titans defense because we know that their pass – Rush is terrible. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Herbert's not playing up to that level right now. The Justin Herbert of of old, we're getting some glimpses here and there. I think uh, we're starting to see some regression. And hopefully it's this week when uh, my fantasy team's on a bye.
2: All right. Fair enough. I like She's- the Titans as
0: well. Love it she's kelly stewart chris thurston huge shout out to joe ranieri stepping up and stepping in for trigger i am drew martin uh, huge shout out to what the 250 people watching live right now on the wager talk youtube channel please smash that like button guys it does help us out and feel free to reply below in the reply section what you're looking to bet any comments any questions we'll try to answer them on next week's show also shout out to the people watching live on twitter if you could smash the like button as well so for kelly chris joe i am drew presented by Viva Tequila Seltzer, vivatequilaseltzer.com. Hustle 20 at checkout takes 20% off. Check out wagertalk.com. Best free live odds in the industry. Guys, that does it for the show. We'll be back next Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Cash those tickets until then. Thanks for tuning in.